My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good day. This is Anna Scott, and welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. And today I have um, such a privilege to speaking and sitting with Molly Lynch. And Molly came to me as a client and has ended up being a soul sister so deep and somebody who I feel so blessed to sit with and talk with. And I'm so thrilled to have you and honored for you to be with me today. So thank you and welcome. Oh, thanks, Anna. I feel likewise. And I just feel honored to be here and blessed to know you as well. And we're today, Molly is going to, um, Molly, tell me a little bit about your business and what you do, because this is what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a business called Soul Council, and sometimes it's not the easiest thing to describe what it is because it's very experiential, but essentially it's folks come to me, we sit together, whether that's on Zoom or in person, and we have a conversation and we dive into inquiry based on um, connecting with uh, the space within, which I consider a soul space. And that can be described in so many different ways, but it's a very specific sensory energy. It's like another part of oneself that is accessible at all times. And then when we quiet and just arrive together in the conversation and acknowledge the presence of that energy, um, magic kind of happens a realness happens. We just sink into a part of ourselves that has deep presence and wisdom. I, um, the way that I feel it when I sit with you and it just came to me is um, it's the eternal part of us. Mm. Absolutely. Right. The part that has never been lost and that always is yeah and i'm really curious because i i love seeing souls too you know i <laughs> um, i know that about you <laughs> <laughs> but what is it that um i mean for somebody who is listening to this and who would never know that they have a soul like, so what? Why look at the soul? That's a beautiful question. I believe that, well, I sense deeply that we've come here into a human experience embodied. We sort of forget where we've come, come from, but there's something about acknowledging that we aren't just a three-dimensional experience that there's more going on than just what our you know senses here uh, are experiencing 
So to me, it, we can take it into like the inner part of ourselves. I mean, we call it inner self, higher self, soul. I mean, there's so probably lots and lots of names we can get into, but to me, it's really just about that, the most quiet inner place. And don't get me wrong. I think souls can be experienced as wild, playful, generous, sometimes maybe a little mysterious and dark in the shadow, but the, it's the dynamic part of the dimension that we're not used to con, uh, connecting with unless we want to. So we have that sort of a choice to go within. So I don't know if I'm answering that in, in a completion, but that's part of the conversation is that it's, it's kind of never ending. But why talk with souls? Because the discovery of knowing oneself in a way that isn't just straightforward human three-dimensional is a powerful experience to um, deepen a connection with all that is. Mm. Well, what reminds me of is, is that, um, I, I want you to say a little bit more about that because what it reminds me is of when we, you and I walked one day, I felt more connected I felt connected to all of life because you acknowledged all the animals and plants and everything around you. <laughs> it's like you guys are all having your own secret party. <laughs> right. Well, there's something very um, specific, I think, about the experience of um, being open. And so maybe that's where the conversation leads. It's like an openness and a presence. And that is something that even since I've been working with you have have had more of an inner conversation about is the presence of being in the presence. That's kind of how I can describe it. So the presence of life, the presence of mm. a dynamic story that is unfolding and that we are a part of, right? So I think it's just always been in my nature to kind of be, on, be in the outer world and the natural world and connect to those things because I feel a part of them as well. And by extension, everything's included in um, my story and my experience most of the time. Um, oh my it, God. It fills me with, it fills me with the sense of, not, of aliveness. Yeah, I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I have, right now, I can feel the smile on my face. <laughs> Almost like I'm beaming and talking with you. And I, I can't, like, it may not make sense to anybody mm -hmm. what we're saying, mm -hmm. but the feeling is so strong. Yes. And that's why there's this, there's an experiential part that um, maybe I'm just going to say for the sake of technical, you know, the technical part of it is like, we've kind of been trained to disconnect from that part that would otherwise connect into that place in ourselves that that holds the presence and aliveness, right? Um, and so as we, mm. yeah, I I just felt it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like going back to spring water, like the natural mm -hmm. spring or the bubbling up. Yeah, you know the geyser. Yes, yes. And, and feeling the, the warmth, the aliveness, the, the whole, the whole thing, like there's such peace there. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like a well, it's full, a full well. Mm -hmm. And I, I call that source, you know, I call that for myself, it comforts me to feel the sense of the, that bubbling spring that is, that is eternal and that will never end. So the source is always available at least for us to return mm -hmm. to and fill our cup uh, and fill our, our self. The thing I, I'm curious about what you see about souls. Because my experience, and I just said this to Molly so she gets to hear it again, is I feel so seen by you. Mm. Like I, um, as my boyfriend said last night in the, the testimonial you gave me, mm. is I felt so clearly seen, like the soul of who I am mm. was seen in the gifts that I have. And, and I'm wondering if you believe that each soul has special gifts, unique gifts. Yeah, I absolutely do. I, I, I sense that there's, again, I mean, it's kind of like we're going in the spiral, right? We enter the spiral and we're doing sort of the labyrinth in this and, and, and there is a, there's always a way to connect. I really believe that. And I just forgot the question as handy as that was, as I was going on. Do you, do you see that each soul has unique gifts and like each yes. human being? I really do. I see the individuality and I also see the sameness, the individuality being sort of a unique flavor, mm -hmm. right? Like, like the essence, the, the flavor of somebody <laughs> is very specific and very unique. And that's how we can have a, such a beautiful dynamic relationship with all different sorts of people is because we as perceivers of another can really sense that it's like an energetic um, uniqueness. And it's part of the, it's part of the puzzle. It's part of the unique web that we get to experience these different energies and these different um, unique beings that we're sort of traveling here with for just a little while. Wow. And that's why I love the work that I do because it, it just drops me into um, just maybe facilitating a space where the other can sort of open that, that door and let that essence out mm. or feel their own too yeah mm. yeah they get to feel it yeah mm. i love what you said about the unique flavor mm -hmm. you know it has such a different feeling than people's made up thoughts and their identities, what they do, the, the, this is so different. Absolutely. It's behind, I, I'm, I've been lately sort of calling it the backdrop. And I know that you and I have talked about, you know, working in the three principles and there's so many varied ways to sort of describe, but the backdrop to me is like behind the thought, behind mm -hmm. the idea that, that we are something um, that is sort of unchangeable and finite, right? So the backdrop holds that potential and that possibility of awareness, right? In that consciousness that is open, is, that is part of that bubbling brook of eternal source, right? So 
as we drop back more in quiet, like you're saying, the construct of what we have perceived as truth through the thought filter shifts into another whole experience. Mm. And therefore there's unity in that. There's unity in sitting behind, behind the, the, the thought uh, construct. Um, and it takes a minute sometimes to rest and still and quiet enough to just sit there and be there in the peace of your own heart, sitting in the heart. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And also, I just, I know you have a question on the tip, but I, I just had this other feeling come through about it being, it, it, at some point it can become sort of an adventurous thing. There's sort of an adventure involved. Like I was listening to Alan Watts today. He was talking about like instant enlightenment, but he was talking about it being a game like the game that we're doing and the play, the play, I mean, you know, but it's also like, there's something that starts to happen where you just start to recognize that you can move sort of in a different creaturehood because you have mm -hmm. infinite, you have in, infinite space and, and infinite time as it were. I won't, oh I don't want to go too far out there, but I think you know what I'm saying. Are you feeling what I'm saying? Maybe. I can feel it. I feel the, like when I make up the thought created identities, mm -hmm. mm. it feels like this a straitjacket mm. of who I am, who I think I should be, and what I'm supposed to do. But when you're talking about this other space, it feels like I'm a bird flying. Mm. Yeah. And I can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. The the limits are are gone. The limitation, the, the liberation is available. Feeling is so different. Like mm. when I'm dropping into this, you know, as we're talking about it, I can feel it. When you say, you know, dropping into your heart, <laughs> I just feel the love. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And then you, I think there's a recognition that there's really nowhere else to go. <laughs> and we have a human mind that likes to stay busy. Yeah. But the other part of that is that insight piece about sitting in the heart long enough or in the space of quiet in order to allow the the resonance of the of the next insight to arrive right there's something beautiful about just in that in, in that there's sort of an adventure in that or a, a play a playfulness in that mm -hmm. i i can see what you're saying that it's uh, what what you said about Alan Watts just a minute ago, that it's an adventure? Mm -hmm. Because we can't know what the heart's going to say. Right. I love that. I love that. It's curiosities involved in that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. 
so there's no destination. And I, I love that too. It's like we can just be in our experience and, and to recognize our own presence with ourself. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like having a relationship with soul, with my soul, I soul, you know, that's, that can be the play of having relationship with self or the beloved or the sort or whatever we want to call these different ways because we can perceive ourselves. We are aware of ourselves, being aware of ourselves. I mean, that's infinite. So to how close can we get to our heart and to that love that you're speaking of? Like how, how merged can we be with that? How can we unify with that in a way that allows sort of that expansion that, and the evolution that we're, I think, all maybe longing for, maybe curious about, maybe wanting, you know? Hmm. The feeling of this is so luxurious <laughs> and rich. Mm. And it's um, deep, like I can feel the depth of it, like it's, or it's, um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I just saw it. It never runs out. Mm. It's not scarce. Yes. Like it's um, ever yeah. replenishing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and um, hmm. it's always available inside of me, this feeling. Yes. Yeah, because it's, it's who you are. So for the people who are, like I used to think love was outside of me. Mm. I used to think I had to, you know, do whatever to get it. Yeah. And what you're pointing to and this is that love is right here, this feeling. I am that. Yes. Yeah, on the best days, it's like, I, I am that. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, you know, we fall into the other part and I'm, I'm not trying to shift out of that, that thought, but yeah, to start to rest in that, I, I agree. I think it's, it's like, oh, and how, you know, sometimes I think how many times do we have to re-recognize that we, all that we are seeking is within and all the love that we desire is already present, like to align, to consciously align with that. And then it becomes like, just, you are that, right? It's, there's some, there's, it takes some practice, I think, to return. And then once we're returned, we, we uh, remember that there, there is that, that infinity happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a wild feeling i gotta tell you i have never seen that till right now mm -hmm. of the replenishment got it oh such a great word you know i was doing a session yesterday and the word nourishment came and i've always loved that word and we were kind of speaking to what that 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 nourishing replenishing those words that 
to me really feel like earth, like really feel mm -hmm. like the, not only the abundance, but like the supply and the, the resurrection. And then there's the, the nourishment and then there's birth. And then, I mean, it's all one cycle that's never ending. Yeah. I just saw your spiral. Oh, you did? Right now. <gasps> yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they talk about in Aikido martial arts that this, this energy is a spiral. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I, I had a um, something with my daughter. Yeah. And personality-wise, we're as different as you can get. And, yeah. and one of the things that I've prided myself on is my cooking. Uh -huh. Like, I think I'm a great cook. I think I'm a great cook. Yeah. And guess what? And people have told me, I mean, like, I've got whole evidence. And guess what? She doesn't like my cooking. <laughs> Nor does she like not like my style. <laughs> and I just thought, God, you know, from a personality, we would never get along. Mm. But what I'm seeing from a soul is that you could get along. Mm. Does that hold up in your, what you yeah. see? Yes, I see that too. Like the soul, and I, I'm still being very, uh, the introduction is very present of what that, that uh, experience is or what that word in, in, uh, entails or holds. But yes, that it's a, the larger perception that we, are held in. I always imagine that, that we are in the soul. We are inside the soul. So it's the, our bodies are held by that presence. And so what I'm hearing you saying is that, okay, we can get locked into a thought about we're just different as, you know, black and white. But then in the soul perception, it's like, well, we, we just have love here. This is my daughter, my, my daughter, you know, there's something more that we can expand into in order to just be kind of cool with whatever comes up, even if it just feels like a place that you would bump or you'd get pissed or we get upset about because we think somebody perceived us or we're perceiving it some way. So yeah, there's liberation and holding that larger, I believe it's just, must be just love, holding a larger picture to see through, to see. I love, I love, um, you remind me, the image that came into mind when you were talking is Russian stacking dolls. Oh, the matryoshka. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the it's always held in love. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the next one, the next one is just love being stacked. Yeah. But I don't see it sometimes. I love that notion that we are being held in that. Mm -hmm. and then there's always that awakening in the morning where you just go i just everything's unknown like I, I don't you know everything sort of can be sometimes just erased in a beautiful way it's like okay here we are what is true like if we started the day it's like what is true okay i'm breathing there's an earth to play on outside there's hopefully food in the fridge, there's friendship. So, you know, like here we are, like we get to start anew and fresh and have like a new experience of ourselves, maybe every day, every hour, every moment, but there's a certain awareness that comes, that the privilege of awareness 
is what we're talking about here. The privilege of awareness. I, I, I can't, I mean, I, um, I feel like a little kid, like excited about life by the way you're talking. <laughs> well, that's cool. It is cool. Like to be, to, to be my age, 59. Mm. And mm. to hear you talk and feel glee about life. Yeah. How many people walk around with glee about life? Right now, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting time to, to, it'd be a great question to go around and ask people like on what, from one to 10, how much glee are you experiencing? <laughs> yeah, and right now it's way up there. I'd say it's like a nine. For you? Yeah, right, right now in, in this conversation, the way you're talking about it, mm. like the privilege of awareness, mm. mm -hmm. like it's a new day. I don't know. It's a new day. That's know. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this conversation, as far as I'm concerned, can go on forever because there's just this unfolding that happens in this, the dyn in, in like, uh, we can just like go right back to the start of it too. Again, the spiral, but like how we started just talking about what is this whole thing really? Like, what is this whole experience? Like, is it, we're, we're soul, we're human, we're insight, we're seeing, we're noticing, and we're here present now, new, fresh, gleeful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. It's fun. That's why my favorite thing is conversation and inquiry and curiosity about what other people, what others are tripping out on here, you know, in this life and this, you know, experience that they're having and unlocking those places that just, just seeing something within the self that remembers the oh, infinity. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow, what you just said so touched me because I think that's I think that's where you and I unite. Mm. We both love to have people remember who they really are. Mm -hmm. Yes. And remember and, and experience that feeling yeah. of who you are. Yeah. The experience, yeah. In the body. Yeah. It's so um it's so pleasurable yeah. like to fall out of our thinking and just feel what we've been talking about i feel so much pleasure in my body right now yeah yeah it's like a pulsating tingling all over and yeah. alive i mean alive you're alive yeah we didn't take drugs for this no, that's the best part. Well, yeah. yeah, that's cool. I thought about that word pleasure this this last week. I really got into it because I thought, what what is the, there's so many things that point to the experience of wanting pleasure, visual pleasure, body, you know, like everything, once you start to see things and, and get a hit of it, like a color, or the sunset, I mean, really get it, feel it. It's ple it's pleasure. It's like the end result. Like love equals pleasure equals love equals pleasure. 
and something is pull pulling us all the time toward that i i really sense that there's something pulling us to look at to see the beauty and therefore experience it i mean let's just we could just talk about food for like a thousand years about the pleasure of eating chocolate or the pleasure of eating pizza in italy or we can look at a bouquet of flowers. you know i i could go on and on or even but but to me even the pleasure of a conversation of thinking in a certain way about things or feeling in a certain way about seeing when I'm interacting with another soul and we can get into it and get down to it. And I think that what I just felt, what do you feel? Is that that pleasure is innate when we just are present. Mm, I love that. <laughs> yeah. There's that, like, I, I get something that's outside, but mm. I think we're so present right now mm -hmm. and that just being this present, we feel the innate pleasure of what it means to be in this body. It's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. All right, Ma. We are at um, wow. the end of our podcast. What a great way wow. to end it. Now, I, I want to let you know, to sit with you is a gift. Thanks, Anna. And how do people find you? Where do they look? If they want to have the gift of being in their pleasure and sitting with you, how do they find you and contact you? Where do you send them? They can find me at my website, which is soulcouncil.net. And that's, you can find all my contact information there. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Okay. Well, Molly's bio and all of her information will be in the write-up. So please look for that. And it has been a pure joy, a pure pleasure to speak with you. Today. Likewise, Anna. Thank you so much.